Welcome to the Rust Belt Rundown, brought to you by Rust Belt Recruiting. This podcast is designed to shine a light on the meaningful work being done in Northeast Ohio and the surrounding region. We will convene manufacturing executives and Northeast Ohio business leaders for candid discussions about their business, regional happenings, industry trends, entrepreneurship, and more. Now, let's get running on The Rundown. Welcome, everyone, to episode 20 of the Rust Belt Rundown. I am your host, Paul O'Connor, and on this episode, we are joined by Joey Kinsley, content creator and the man also known, which you probably know him as, Sir Yacht. Uh, Joey, welcome to the pod, man. appreciate you coming on. Paul, thanks for having me on, man. Looking forward to, uh, looking forward to getting into this. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump in. Let's, let's talk about the name. Um, how did Sir Yacht come about? How, how did you uh, come up with that name? So I can give you like the, uh, like the actual story or like the story I tell people. So what I tell people is that, you know, it's just kind of just some brainstorming, my content creation name, uh, just thought of something unique that was available on social media, which is true. But the real story is that I got really drunk my junior year in college at Ohio Wesleyan. And I was just saying random words and random names and Sir Yacht. I was just, was, I don't know, was belligerent. And I was like, this sounds good. I'll make it a music name. Became my content name after, uh, after I had a video go viral on Twitter and on, uh, on Snapchat for SportsCenter. Uh, so I kind of just integrated my content with my music and Sir Yacht kind of stuck. I love it. Um... So let's jump. Well, actually, before we jump into your current career, tell me more about your road into content creation. Like, what did your career look like? When did you start getting into this? Like, how did this all come about? Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a good question. Um, so I was always in. Uh, I graduated from Ohio Wesleyan, played basketball there. Um, a lot of fun. I never knew really what I wanted to do. I always told my parents I uh, wanted to be a CEO of something. I didn't know. I didn't really know what that meant. You made it. Uh, I just want to make a lot of money. Uh, my dad is a uh, third generation dentist. So I was going to go to school to do that and uh, decided to not sleep an hour a night uh, playing between playing college basketball and uh, being like a pre-dent major. Um, so I switched to business anyways, uh, potentially worked for a pyramid scheme. My first job out of college, I'm not going to say I did work for a pyramid scheme, but I'm also not going to say I didn't. Uh, I've had a bunch of sales jobs. I just, I just didn't like it. Like I, I was always like, I'm good with talking to people, but I didn't, the products that I was selling the services I was selling, I didn't like, um, switched over to some digital marketing. Uh, and then I'm doing what I'm doing now, but what kind of happened with my content is, uh, one day I'm just like, I don't know. I was, I was, I've always wanted to make it in music. Um, I'm still working on that right now. And, uh, it's, I had just, after a lot of time putting stuff into music and not really going where I was just really bummed. I was having kind of a heart to heart, my friend, he's like, I don't know, man, maybe God's trying to tell you that he's going to pull in some other direction for you to do something. I'm not saying you won't do it in music, but maybe something else. And then like the very, like either the next day or two days later, the Browns went on 16, that same friend, his name's Tom Romelli told me to make a rant about the Browns. I said, I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't make content. He's like, you should do it. You should do it. I'll film it for you. I'm like, okay. So I film it. It does really well on Twitter. Sports Center Snapchat picks it up. I decided to make content on Cleveland sports after that, then branches into what it is kind of now. 
my same friend told me to get on TikTok. He said, you got to make it on TikTok. Like, it's a great way to grow an audience. I'm like, okay. Like, I owe this guy my life with content and everything. I started making videos about, like, Ohio stereotypes. And they all, my first video did, like, really, really well. Um, so I started making more Ohio videos. Which was the, I what, then what get was the reached out video? to by towns, uh, like a town to make a comedic, comedic promotional video for them. And that blows up. And then it allows me to monetize it. And then February this year, I got laid off from my marketing job. At that point, I was just holding on just to get, have an excuse to not attack this full time. And I've been full time doing this uh, since February of 2020. So, um, or 2021, not 2020. Sorry. So the, so the Cleveland video goes viral. Did you, was there a thought where you're like, all right, obviously that, that resonated with people. Should I stick on like this Ohio train? Like, was that then your thought process of like, all right, let's, let's poke fun. You know what I mean? At Ohio. Cause you kind of have, and we're going to get to it later. Like I love the, the different, like you poke fun at it, but you defend it also at the same time, which is to be, you can't, you honestly can't lose at that point. Like nothing, no one can say anything to you. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's like when somebody else from a different state makes fun of your state, like makes fun of Ohio or, or like the Browns or whatever. You're like, nah, it's like you suck. Like, no way. Like, we can do it, but like anytime somebody else from the outside does, it's like you don't know what it's like living here. We do like living here, but yeah, we give it shit sometimes. It's just the nature of it, nature of being an Ohioan, nature of being a Cleveland sports fan, or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, I, I really do think it's the best of both worlds. I think it rubs some people the wrong way um because they're like they want to some people like bring me in to do these town videos but some people don't because i make like i don't know if you can't like make jokes about where you live then you know i don't really want to work with you that's okay uh but yeah i just i just have fun like i don't know i don't take anything too seriously like on social media um that's why i started doing it i i've, I've always wanted to make it a like a profession like be a content creator ever since I saw the potential of it with the very first Twitter video I ever made. Um, but like at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna get mad at somebody for like their opinion, you know, like if a Steelers fan says the Browns suck or they they want to say like I'm awful on social media or something like that, that's fine. When I go to a person that wants to work with me and they show me I show them my analytics, they don't give a damn if the person doesn't like my video or not. They see the engagement, they see the views and that's it. So that's all I see. And I think that's just I don't know. People take so as you know, people take social media, Facebook, everything way too seriously. And why if if they're gonna take it seriously, fine. I'm gonna tap into that and use it to my advantage, like ethically, <laughs> of course, but like that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I um I found out about you. I don't you'll know exactly because you know when you posted it, but I, I can't remember the timeline. But um, I got sent your video. I think it was from Taylor about the college stereotypes and I was losing it. I, I mean, and I didn't even know half the school, like my favorite part was when you kind of like reset the same thing. Why did I pay all this money to go here? Why did I pay? I was dying. I thought that video was unbelievable. It was spot on. Like, do you have, like that had to do gangbusters for you, right? Do have you what? Like that had to go crazy viral for you. Yeah. Right? It did. It did really well. And what was yeah. funny is um, right around that time I was working uh, with my school, Ohio Wesleyan on a video. And I think a couple of people from there didn't want to bring me in um, because I made I, like, for example, my school, I said, why? I was like, why the fuck would I pay all this money and go here? Like as a joke, 
I mean, it was kind of serious too, because it's a lot of money to pay student loans back on and I'm not even using my degree really. Um, but it was like, I don't know, just like playing fun at it. And they were like really mad. I was like, hold up. I was like, look, I went super easy on you guys. Like I, I talked about Ohio university and I was like, Hey, it's Tuesday. Anybody want to do acid before class? Like I didn't say anything like that. It was just, there's a lot of like the school costs a lot of money. It's a private school and it's a good school. I'm glad I went there. I played basketball, met lifelong friends. I do use a lot of my degree business wise. It's just very, business is very vague, but uh, it's like I said, it, it rubs some people the wrong way, but like, I'm just, I'm not like a cookie cutter guy. I like, I work with a lot of towns, but they got to work with me. Like they know like that. I like off the cuff, like, you know, I swear sometimes and whatever. I just have fun. Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change that to work with anybody. I'm going to be myself. So let's switch gears into what it has been like to build a personal brand and something that came somewhat organically, right? Like you make one video and that like, you are the outlier, like, People try to do what you do on a daily basis for a living and sometimes never make it. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes never even get one of your videos. So you make your first video ever, it goes viral. Like, yep. how, how, and, then, and then you just, it's just off to the races. So what has it been like to then kind of cultivate that, that brand over the past, what, 18 months or so? Yeah, oh my God, it's been such a, it's been such a blessing. So I've been doing this, my first ever video came out like New Year's Eve 2017, New Year's Day 2018. Um, I'm making videos ever since starting on Twitter. I've been doing this on TikTok for 18, uh, like 15, 14 months, something like that. So like TikTok is just crazy in itself because the growth has just been crazy. Um, like it, I've gotten super lucky, like I said, because my first ever Twitter video went viral. My first ever TikTok video went viral. So it's like, you know, a lot of people are looking for that one viral video to like jumpstart them. And like, I got so spoiled, like doing it right away. But like, again, like, it's not like I did it on my own. Like people had to view it. People had to share it with the right people. Like my friends and family, like, you know, who have always well, like yeah, encouraged. Yeah, like, and I want to make sure, you know, like, you don't just go viral for a bad video. Like you're talented. So it's not as if like you got lucky, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you are really good at what you do, but a lot of people are good at what they do and they still don't have viral videos right away. It's crazy. It, it is not. I mean, and, and I think you, I mean, you definitely need a little luck on your side for things to happen. I mean, there are videos that go viral. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Probably some people probably look at my stuff. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's just like, if there's no formula to it, I think, the biggest thing is consistency. And that's what I learned. I've always like, I've had opportunities fall into my lap and I'm incredibly blessed. And that's the beautiful thing about social media is it'll draw all these opportunities. in. what I'm really good at is working very hard at things and striking an iron when it's hot. Meaning, you know, I have a video that goes viral. I don't sit back and be like, okay, like that was cool. Like, you know, off to this thing. I'm like, no, like this is a cool opportunity. I don't know if there's a thing like if, you can make it in content. Like I guess there are YouTubers and things like that. This is back in 2018. Obviously it's a lot different now, but I'm like, I'm going to strike this and see what, what happens. I'm having a lot of fun making videos, make some stuff about the Cavs when the Browns around the Browns and whatnot. And we'll just see where it goes. And the, the funny thing is it just kind of just, it develops into what it is today. And again, like, it's not like I'm like a multimillionaire millionaire crushing it. Like I have a comfortable living right now and it's awesome. And I'm, but it's just like, I don't know. I always had big dreams and ambitions, and this is like just the tip of the iceberg. Like, if there's some good things I'm going to announce here soon, that I'm going to be uh, doing uh, that I can't announce quite yet.
but unless you release this video August 11th, then I can announce it. But I thought we were going to be breaking some news here. That would have been well, crazy. if you want, if you want, I just can't like, you can't put the video out at until August 11th. Is that I'm making it not August 11th? Yeah, which is a while. All right, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Um, all right, so you, you got your start on Twitter. Obviously, TikTok, you mentioned a little bit and how insane it is and just like the organic reach and how quickly it can happen. Have you right. focused more of your attention and time on TikTok? Like, have you shifted more towards there or is it still you're trying to like disperse across multiple platforms? So that's a, that's an interesting kind of question. I'm, 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 so when I became full-time as a content creator, um, all my money comes from TikTok, not from the app directly, but like I work with visitors, bureaus, chambers of commerce, main streets, town halls, DMOs. So I get paid outside of TikTok to work with them to promote them on my TikTok. And I have to disclose that um, TikTok does not pay very well. My views on my town videos have been going down. Um, so I'm coming, I'm doing like a uh, uh, long-term move. I guess this is kind of breaking news, but I guess you could just kind of see it if you look at my TikTok page, but I'm going to start doing strictly sports content on my page. I've kind of beaten the Ohio thing down to a dead horse. I, I'll still do some town videos occasionally, but just not as, as often. Um, but I'm going to start making sports content on there, and I'm really going to focus on there and YouTube. I think I have like 9,000 subscribers on YouTube, uh, which is nothing crazy. I get a check here and there for a couple hundred bucks, which is, you know, it's fine. It's nice beer money here and then. But um, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm accepting a new position somewhere August 11th. I cannot announce it yet, but I, it gives me the freedom to attack TikTok and just make sports content because I, I've run out of like Ohio content. Like I can only talk about like saying Ope in like a cornfield for so long. With sports, it's never ending. One of my friends does gaming content, Zach Dubs, and he almost has a million followers on TikTok. And he is a great, it just doesn't end. And sports content doesn't end. Russell Westbrook got traded yesterday. I made a video about that. Uh, so that is going to be kind of a long-term move for me. But, I mean, focusing on YouTube is a super important thing. Even Facebook, Instagram, there are ways to monetize. Obviously, YouTube is a giant one to make money off of. And that's, like, my main focus. But in terms of, like, building an organic audience, like you said, TikTok is number one. The challenge is getting people to go from TikTok to those other places where you make your actual money. Cause I've, I don't know, I made probably a couple grand total, maybe three grand off of TikTok. They, like their CPM is so bad. Like I'm so thankful for TikTok and like, it's really helped like my content cr creation career go, you know, boom, booming, but they just don't pay the creators very well. And I think YouTube shorts is kind of competing with that. So long story short, yes, I'm focusing on TikTok, but I'm also like, trying to focus on a, a multitude of different places where I can diversify my, my income and monetize content creation. Yeah, it seems like there are monetization platforms and then there's like brand awareness and organic reach platforms. Mm -hmm. Like TikTok would mm -hmm. never be beaten in that regard. And I think what's so cool about it in terms of the algorithm is like, I can open up my phone right now with four TikTok followers and, and get a video that has 5 million views, right? It, they don't just target the people like on Instagram, you know, they're not just targeting the people already with massive followings. Like you really can create virality from nothing, which is very cool that TikTok does that. Now they don't pay great, but that's you know. no, but again, I mean, so many people I've read, I, I do so much research on like content creation, whether it's like watching YouTube videos or like just even just taking in direct content. And 
there's so many people. I mean, like, God, like Charlie D'Amelio, like, what is she, like, congrats to her. Like, people get so mad at her. Like, yeah, she like doesn't do anything special, but like, the girl is like, the, they're like the next Kardashian family. They're set up for life. Like, and all she does is just post TikToks. Like, she's created a career for the rest of her life, generational wealth because of, uh, because of TikTok and so many, even at a smaller scale, like, you know, what, what I've done, um, I've created a career, you know, where I don't have to go to my desk job anymore that, that I resented or, you know, I can go work for myself. So it's just, it's a, such a, yes, they don't pay their creators, but it's like you said, it's a great brand awareness app. Hopefully it's something they can kind of gear towards, but there are ways to, you know, you just gotta be smart about it. There are ways to, you know, get paid for what you do. You just, you just have to be creative. Will we ever, I mean, you, could you create the first Ohio, like TikTok influencer house, whatever they call that thing out in California, maybe you run that. <laughs> nah, man. I'm 27 years old. I, uh, I'm going to marry my girlfriend in a couple of years. Uh, her and I will create a creator house, except all the people in the house will be genetically related to me. Uh, and we'll do that. But it, but other than that, um, I do love collaborating with people. I love talking to like-minded people that are content creators and people that are like entrepreneurial. Like, I always do that. I'm always down for a sleepover. Uh, but I just, I had, uh, I had some roommates that we didn't get along. Uh, they didn't like me and I didn't like them. Uh, so I'm okay with having my, uh, my own spot and, uh, We'll see. I'll, I'll have a creator house one day. But like I said, they're all, they'll all be a little, little sir yachts. <laughs> I love it. Um, so you mentioned how you got involved with showcasing cities across Ohio. Like, yeah. how did that come about? Did you reach out? Did you do like, did you just showcase one town like yourself without a partnership and then it happened? Or did somebody reach out once you kind of got your following going? Okay. So this is a good, this is a good story. So this is kind of like what I'm talking about with like striking an iron when it's hot. So when, all right, this is like very level. So when Kevin Spansky got hired by the Cleveland Browns, um, there was this debate on where he was going to live the West or East side and a reporter asked him. So I made a video about it and saying why the, you know, as being a West side or why the West side is better than the East side. And I said, even though we have Parma, we'll take the L on that one, but the West side is still better. The mayor of Parma saw the video messaged me on Twitter and invited me to make a, like to just experience Parma, not to make a video, just to go there and like basically prove me wrong and show me how, why Parma is so great. So I hit up my videographer. I said, Hey, we should make a video for this guy. Cause it's good content and it would help them. We make a video for them. He's like, Oh yeah, that's fine. And I asked the mayor and he said, yeah, Tim Geeter. I still talked to him today. He's a great guy. Um, so he made a video. And this is before COVID, like two weeks, three weeks before COVID. Um, make a video and Mayor likes it. It gets picked up by like Channel 19 and I think Channel 3. Or no, Plain Dealer and Channel 19. So I get two interviews out of that, which is like, you know, free press. I'll take that. It was cool. Um, then COVID happens. Like I've had a plan to reach out to all these mayors in like the Cleveland area. And then COVID happens and it screws everything up. I go to Charlotte for 10 weeks. Um so like when all this TikTok stuff is blowing up, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, making Ohio videos because my girlfriend's parents live there. So I just worked remote and my marketing job for 10 weeks there. I come back. Um, my girlfriend goes to med school in Louisiana and you know, I'm like, damn, like I have my job right now, but I'm kind of remote. I don't really know what to do. 
all of a sudden I get an inquiry from Struthers, Ohio saying, Hey, we saw your Parma video. Um, it wasn't a TikTok. It was just like a Twitter video, like a long form video. And they're like, how about you make a comedic promotional TikTok for Struthers, which is right outside of Youngstown. And I said, sure, I'll do that. The mayor, her name's Kat Miller. She's super awesome. Just very innovative. So I make a video about that. It like gets 600,000 views on TikTok in the first like three days, which is absurd for a town video, let alone like, like, no, no offense to Struthers. They're just a super small town. It's not like a Chicago or a Cleveland or a, you know, like very small town. And it just blew up. I was like, oh my God, it's hilarious. And they loved it too. And then I had a town and Marietta reach out. I just made a second video for them yesterday. Uh, Marietta reached out, Amherst, Youngstown reached out. And then it just blew up from there. And then um, I went part-time in November because of COVID. And also because I was in New York uh, for Worst Cooks in America. And I was like, damn, I need to like, half my income is gone. I need to figure this out. So I started like trying to monetize this stuff because I could back it up. I just didn't really know like how to charge people or pay people so or get paid for things. So anyways, I started treating that like a sales job and reaching out to people or people reach out to me. I was like, hey, would this like, would you pay this amount of money to be on my channel and all this stuff? And I ended up getting, you know, starting getting paid for some things and making more money than I would if I was full time on my job. So then like at that point, I'm like, well, I have health insurance. So I think I'm just going to hold on to this job until either I want to leave or they fire me and they let go of me in February. And I'm like, okay, I'm a full-time content creator now. So long story short, it's just, uh, like I said, it's like you strike an iron when it's hot and uh, you kind of just see where it goes. I'm, I'm a go with the flow guy. Uh, I, ever, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I, I have, I have a lot of fun doing this stuff. Like I get a lot of anxiety from like the unknown, but I love the unknown. I love the process. I love falling in love with the process. Like the result is great. I want to be the greatest content creator ever right now, but like the process of making videos and grinding and do all this stuff. It's just, it's so fun. Yeah. I just watched the Marietta one before we started recording. It's uh, it's awesome. I mean, Thank you. you do a very good job because listen, I've been to some of these little towns and I'm not, they're, that's what they are they're little towns and you make it look like damn i gotta go to marietta like this looks awesome you know so uh, kudos to you um that okay so covid happens and the whole world goes upside down um, people are leaving i am a prime example uh, my wife is from here so that's the main reason why we moved here but um ohio goes on this very aggressive marketing campaign to, to the coast and they are putting things up. I was there. I saw them. I, they, the massive billboards in, in Manhattan, all over the place, basically poking fun at New York and like, hey, come on down to Ohio, whether it's the tax rate or like space or no traffic or whatever, right? Um, very clever campaign. I thought, you know what? This is very, very smart. If at any, if at the least, it's going to invoke a reaction, right? And it did. And so New York responds, whatever. I, I think that's all in good fun. Like I, I enjoy when a, a, like social media accounts for states or for cities like poke fun at each other. I think that's in good fun. My question is, why does Cleveland garner so much hate? Why? Like, what is it about it? And I'm, I'm from Connecticut. I went to school at OU. So until 2007, like the Browns and Cincinnati, Columbus and Ohio State, like it just was not on my radar. And coming here, I learned very quickly, Pittsburgh hates Cleveland, Cincinnati hates Cleveland, Columbus doesn't even really like Cleveland. Like, what is it about it that it garners so much hate? 
it's funny. I mean, it used to be such like an industrial city, like a powerhouse city, um, you know, way back before, like my, even my grandpa was born, you know, like around then. And then, you know, everybody hears the jokes about the Cuyahoga river catching on fire. Like that happened in 1969 and people still kind of say that stuff. And I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's not a small city. It's not like a New York or a Los Angeles, but it's a big city. It's got three sports teams. And I think it's just with all the stuff that's happened with the burning river, um, you know, the sports teams and their like historic collapses and like the 52 year drought between the Cavs and then when the Browns won in 1964, it just became like a common, like joke. Like people, it was just the butt of every joke. Uh, and I think there were a lot of things here that were falling apart and were bad. There was bad leadership from, you know, city hall and things like that. But um, credit to the people that are in power now. I mean, the past like 10, 20 years, I would say more so the past 10 years in Cleveland. I mean, it's, it is awesome here. I mean, it's a great city. Columbus is really building up too. Cincinnati's great. Like Ohio gets such as this. And that's kind of why I tapped into this stuff and poked fun at it, and like, but also build it up because it gets a bad rap. And I, I don't know why. Um, the people here are really great. There's no traffic. There's no natural disasters. There's no, I mean, there's no floods in the sewers uh, or in the subways. And uh, if we had subways, we probably wouldn't have floods. There isn't a rat problem. The cost of living, uh, you can afford a house for the price of a studio closet in New York City. I, and I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't like New York. I was going to say I, I like I don't I hate New York. I hate it. I lived in Queens. Queens sucks. Uh, man, it's a lot different from Manhattan. Manhattan is great. Um, Queens is awful. I lived there for two months when I was on Food Network. Um Look, it's, it's, there are people that love it there, and that's great. It is not for me. That's what I should say. New York is not for me. I love visiting. I would never live there. Yeah. Never live there. Um, and I think what's funny is a lot of people um, feel like, New York came out of nowhere at Cleveland. Like, what a shot. And it's like, no. Like, I know Cleveland has this very aggressive advertising campaign. Like, my friend sent me a billboard in Los Angeles, like, around LAX. Like, Cleveland is going hard. So, the criticism they got – or like a gloomy day in New York is still better than a sunny day in Cleveland. It's well-deserved. However, with the Browns and Cleveland being the butt of every joke, they deserve to push it back. And this is why I'm an arrogant Browns fan right now is because I've been made fun of my entire life by every fan base that walks on planet earth. And even though New York rightfully so got to make fun of Cleveland, I see it as a constant opportunity to make fun of New York. I do like visiting New York. Like I said, it's great, but, and not all right, but this is the thing. I don't need to take down another city to bat. Like it's just I'm I'm part of the problem. It's like a politician's answer. I love Cleveland. It's a great city, great people. Um, it's cheap. Traffic is not bad. There's a lot of good food. The beer scene's fantastic. We got a great lake. Everybody thinks it looks like a damn ocean. I mean, not a lot of people get that. Uh, great park system. Great arts district. Great theater district. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's People like, you know, there are a lot of people that transplant and go everywhere, whether it's from Columbus or Cleveland, and you always like, you just call it home. You, you, uh, you defend it. And that's why like, I don't know. I hate the name Cleveland guardians right now. I'll probably like it, but everybody feels like a guardian in the city. Like there's, uh, I mean, it makes everybody sense. Just, yeah. It does make sense. And I'm going to ask about that, but okay. So the, my one comparison, and this is what I always say when I ask like, why is Cleveland so hated? Like Detroit's not hated. And if we're just talking from a sports perspective, 
you guys have had similar 25 year runs where it hasn't been great. Like your NBA right. franchise has had a run. LeBron got you a championship. Chauncey right. Phillips won. Like you've had some success. You've had some not so successful years, but like nobody. No, I, I shouldn't say that, but like, that's my, it's like, why doesn't everyone hate Detroit? Like Cleveland Garner. I, I don't get it. I really don't. I, I can't. Yeah, I'm, Detroit definitely gets some hate. I, I, I would agree with you. Not on the level of Cleveland. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Maybe because Eminem was born there, like that <laughs> might be a thing. Maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I you had Eminem to claim Eminem's the cool. goat. Like came from Detroit, so shout shout them. I mean, credit to Detroit. It's I mean, it's dang, it's it is very dangerous there in some spots, but they are building up very nicely. I I don't know. Um, it's it's very confusing. It's just I think it just became like a viral thing. Like something happened. The river caught on fire. Like the industry left uh their sports team sucked and it was just easy like cleveland would just there were so many bad things that happened here uh it was just easy to make fun of them uh but i think i think things are changing and for the better here all right so you said you weren't necessarily a fan now i actually don't hate it man i actually think they could have done way worse than the guardians that is i also want to say it's an impossible job it's impossible You're never no, and forget the reason why they did it. I don't even want to get into that debate. No, no, but, no. But it's impossible. You're never going to make everybody happy. Um, I actually think they did a decent job. I don't know if I love the branding yet in terms of like the logo and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I think it'll grow on people. I mean, it's tough. No, it will. I will. I will like it eventually. I'm just being stubborn. Um, I think if they presented, if they would have presented a really good looking logo um then i would be like yes absolutely but just the, the the stuff they did it looked like it was made in microsoft paint like there's so many graphic designers that are local freelance in cleveland or anywhere for that matter that do a great i mean they mocked up so many amazing logos it's like how do you not like who are the people making these decisions now i think there hopefully is time to change some of these things and even if they don't honestly like i'll i, I will support them i mean we, we root for a football team that's named after the owners, it's called the Browns and they have orange jerseys. Like, like at the end of the day, I, I don't know if the name necessarily matters. It's just like, and I know the complications of the Indians and things like that, you know, from just growing up, I've always you know rooted for the Indians. Like that was my team. And so like, anytime you drag that, like you said, impossible job, it could have been the greatest name of all time. And I probably would have hated it just because the name was changing. So it's going to take some time. I understand why they had to do it. Uh, but you know, I, I was a little angry about it. Sure. So, but it'll be, uh, I, I will like it eventually. Um, all right. Well, listen, we, we have to go ahead to, uh, delay this a little bit. So if you want to break news and tell us that you're joining Barstool, that's my guess. Um, maybe it's, I'm not joining, I'm not joining Barstool. I'm okay. not joining Barstool. Maybe it's FanDuel, Bleacher Report. I don't know, but, uh, if no, you I've to- worked with all of them. Um, but it's not any of them. It is a company kind of like that. Like I would have the same role. Um, yeah. If this is coming out August 11th or after, I will tell you. But Yeah, I, go I, for it. It'll be after August 11th. We got time. It, okay. It will. You will release after August 11th. Okay. Yep. So I don't, there's a company called You Betcha. They make like Midwest content. Um, 
the guy, he said it himself. I did not say this. He like, he's like, yeah, everybody in Cleveland and everywhere else thinks I look like a bigger, like Baker Mayfield. And he does like, he like looks like Baker Mayfield. Um, but anyways, they're out in Fargo, North Dakota. I want to be working for them uh, two weeks on, two weeks off. Uh, or like there, two weeks on, two weeks off. So I'm going to live there. I'm going to live in Cleveland uh, two weeks out every month. Uh, I'll be a social media personality for them. So they have a couple million, couple million followers on Facebook, a million on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I mean, they're like, they're not a barstool sports, but they've only been around like two years. Um, and they're growing like crazy. So I see it as like a great opportunity to join an awesome good group of people uh people on fargo are fantastic they're super nice i've always lived here like i've always i lived i lived in new york for two months last year i lived in charlotte for 10 weeks I, but like i've never permanently lived somewhere before besides delaware ohio and cleveland ohio so super excited to go out there and just kind of just kind of makes I'll, I'll be making content for uh, a living in a different in different space. So, so I'm uh, you betcha I will be joining. That's the name of the company. So they're great people. I love it, man. Congrats! Breaking news on the uh, Rust Belt rundown. What uh, are you only doing sports <laughs> content there? Um, so kind of going through everything. I mean, it'll probably be mostly sports content. Um, I think they're gonna have we're gonna have a podcast as well that I'll I'll run hopefully some live streaming and some other stuff. I'll do some collaboration with them because they do a lot of non-sports content, like mostly Midwest stuff. So that's why they kind of reached out. But yeah, um, probably mostly sports content out there, which is uh, exciting because that's, I mean, I think it's good timing right now. Like I'm switching into that sort of content right now and the views will be a little slow starting out, but I'm hoping like eventually, like I know, I know it'll, it'll, it'll turn. Um, it'll just take some time. I love it. Well, that's awesome, man. Congrats. We're going to get you out of here on this one, which uh, may end up being the toughest question we ask you, but um, since you've been everywhere, all of Ohio, but if someone who has never been to Ohio visits and they could eat at three places, where are they eating? It's a great question. Um, okay. This is going to get me canceled from the people in Cleveland. Um, <laughs> But I love Skyline Chili. I love it. I love it. It's a constant. People are like it's. Oh, it's not chili. It's like I don't care. Okay, you put the. Why would you put chili, spaghetti on your chili? Because it's good. It's a good combo. You put the cheese on. You put it on a coney. It's delicious. And you can have your own opinion. I mean, it's not like authentic, like Chicago chili, like whatever. Like you know, but it's it's good food. Like that's what I think of it. It's good food. At least hey, I like it. Skyline's uh, number one. What's that? Skyline's number one. Well, well, it's one, uh, not in any particular order. Um, I have to say Swenson's is a must because that's Northeast Ohio. Swenson's yeah. is delicious. <sighs> what are the other places that are Ohio-based? Um, damn it. What is, what is Ohio-based? I can't even think be a brewery i mean it doesn't have to be necessarily like a big chain i mean it could be your local joint too um even that's hard okay so i do enjoy like people like a lot of people like condado over barrio um i signed an exclusivity exclusivity with them three months ago and i think it was only for two months so i can probably come out and say that i like barrio better than condado legally hopefully i don't get sued for that uh <laughs> I do love Condado though. Okay. I love Condado, but I do like Barrio better. Barrio is a great place. Um, 
don't know, it's the thing, man. They just said there's so many different places, like in the what about, what about, like what about all your like. What about pizza? Like, what's what's Cleveland's best pizza? Uh, I would say Angelo's. Um, I heard Il Rion is really good. Portnoy from Barcel Sports went there and reviewed it. Uh, I've not been there. It's like in the Gordon Square area. Uh, but I like Angelo's. Um, super good pizza. What other pizza is there? Dude, I don't know. I, I apparently just uh, – I, I eat food, like, out all the time. And apparently, I, I, I can't think of anything right now. But I mean, those um, are good ones. Those are good ones. Skyline for sure. Everybody knows Ohio for Skyline. Swenson's is good. Yeah, but you said three. I know it is a tough question. I didn't think it would be this tough, but it is oh, tough. I know. What about at Ohio Wesleyan? Like, what's the go-to spot there? Uh, Hamburger Inn is the go-to spot. Uh, they have tw- it's 24 hours. They have really good chili, really good cinnamon buns. They have like world famous cinnamon buns, what they call, but like, it was the best, like drunk food, but you go in like in the morning, wherever, and just get like, it was just, it's just solid diner food. It's, it's the best. Um, that, that'd probably be the staple at Ohio Wesleyan. That was good. I, I don't, I'm the type of guy that like goes to the airport and gets Auntie Anne's. Like I drive down to Polaris from my school just to get Auntie Anne's like at the mall. And then I drive back. Like, Love I don't know. But I, I tell you what, I, there's so many good local spots. Like Columbus has such a good food scene too. Like, I mean, it's, it's like cliche. It's like, Oh, if you just have food, maybe I, I don't, there's a lot of things to do in this state, but like they do food here pretty well. I mean, when it, it, it's cold, like it's really cold. You got it. You got to make good food. So they, they do up here. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm so bummed, dude. I'm so bummed. Skyline Swenson's what else? Oh my God. I mean, what is Cleveland known for? I'm trying to think. Two, two out of three is good, man. It's good enough. It's a D or yeah, it's a D plus. I mean, I know, I know this answer. This is the, the last question, but for everyone um, who doesn't follow you, where can they follow you and what's your, your username and all that stuff. Yeah, so Sir Yacht everywhere, S-I-R-Y-A-C-H-T, like the giant boat that uh, I'm hopefully going to purchase one day. Uh, except Twitter, it's Sir Yacht underscore, because my Twitter got permanently suspended uh, right after the NFL draft for a music copyright. People are like, oh, did you harass somebody? I'm like, no, I posted a Baker Mayfield video with the Machine Gun Kelly song in it, and it was just around the time when record labels decided to – do some sweeps of some tweets and they got mine from July 25th of last year, but they docked me in May. Anyways, the username now I have a new account building it back up. It's Sir Yacht underscore, but everywhere else, Sir Sir Yacht everywhere else. Awesome. Well, Joey, listen, man, this was great. I appreciate it. Uh, Best of luck at you betcha. That's going to be awesome. We'll be following you there and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again soon, man. Thank you, Paul. Thanks so much for having me on. I, uh, I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks, Joey. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Rust Belt Rundown. Make sure you check us out at rustbeltrecruiting.com. The Rust Belt Rundown is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and click on five stars if you enjoyed this episode. See you next time.